0: Hello everybody, thank you for joining me again for the podcast, Exploring the Horizon. I have to admit that I have been away for a while, but I really wanted to end the year by adding another episode. For Christmas I thought it would be a good idea to go to Scandinavia, so therefore I wanted to talk with Anders Nodell, the CEO of Collective Minds Radiology, a new online platform for radiologists. Anders is an engineer by training and entrepreneur at heart, passionate about healthcare. He has been active for 20 years in the medical imaging field, with experience from Karolinska University Hospital and Stanford University. He also worked for GE Healthcare, and was four years the Nordic Imaging Manager. In this interview, we'll talk about the concept of collective minds, and also about the way artificial intelligence is integrated in the platform. For the next year, I can promise you that much more is to come, and this is also my intention for the new year. So please stay with us for this 35-minute podcast, and don't hesitate to send me your comments or questions. Hi, Anders, this is uh, Eric Rentschardt, so uh, very welcome to this podcast, and uh, maybe you can simply start with a brief introduction of yourself and uh, of what you are doing.
1: Thank you so much, Eric. Um, great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, first time on a pod- podcast ever, so excited about that. Um, listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, also being in startup, uh, there is a lot of podcast material to listen to. Uh, so really excited about that. So I'm Anders. I I live in I live in Stockholm. I'm an entrepreneur by uh, training uh, or by at uh, uh, Passion, passionate about entrepreneurship and uh, I'm an engineer by training. I did 20 years in uh, medical imaging. Uh, I have a background as a scientist working with MRI at uh, Karolinska and uh, Stanford University. Um, We're one of the main collabor- collaborators for GE Healthcare. So when I came back down to Sweden, I was recruited to GE and did 10 years in a, uh, in a big industrial company um focusing on sales really uh, did the last five years uh, there in a um, uh, Nordic uh, imaging manager role, taking care of the imaging business for the Nordic region. So I think today I have my uh, my experience and expertise mainly in understanding radiology seeing it seen uh, all kinds of um, uh, radiology departments, small large universal hospitals, private. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So you have deserved your uh, skills, let's say, in, uh, in imaging, in the imaging area. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, this is actually a subject of this podcast is um, the company that you're working with now, it's called uh, Collective Minds Radiology, which is, of course, a fascinating name, but maybe you can explain what, what it is, the Collective Minds.
1: Mm. So Collective Minds is a, uh, it's a collaboration service for radiology. Um, and uh, this collaboration can obviously be many things. I mean, there there is a lot of things to collaborate around in radiology, but at its core, uh, it's really a uh, radiologist uncertain about the diagnosis of an imaging finding and uh, the possibility to uh, uh, to share this case and uh, and uh, triage th- that question to the right to the right expertise. Yeah, uh, in a in a smaller group or in a, a specific uh, a part of radiology or internationally.
0: Right. So, actually, the idea comes from an existing need among radiologists to be able to discuss cases or difficult cases. Or, what exactly was the reason for starting with, with, an, uh, with an enterprise like this?
1: Yeah, great question. So, uh, we, we founded Collective Minds Radiology in 2017. And uh, the idea was really. uh, I mean uh, in many aspects radiology is a traditional traditional industry based on experience and uh, There's so much legacy uh, around the profession Uh, But we thought we were thinking about concepts how to combine the new digital mindset that is uh, coming to every other industry uh, combining that with a traditional experience based legacy of radiology and uh, so among the founders, it's myself and uh, Johan Oling, we come from the industry, uh, and then uh, the third founder is uh, Professor Blomqvist, uh, he's a professor of radiology at uh, Karolinska University Hospital, uh, so we, we started discussing this, and uh, there was also a need or a demand from the Swedish Society of Radiology, uh, saying that how can we leverage the uh, uh, subspecial- subspecialty expertise from a, from a, from a more national uh, uh, perspective, and uh, Leonard had some experience in, and is very passionate about this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we, uh, we 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 kind of thought about blending ideas like what would Uber radiology look like, and uh, how can we how can we in a new efficient way share expertise. Yes. and uh, we came up with this
0: concept well actually for me personally the idea is not new i started with a a website even in the 90s which was called uh, Euphora, european forum for radiologists and yeah. this is a place where we started exchanging images to discuss them <laughs> i yeah. had it i had it was actually social media before they existed mm-hmm. and um we st- i still had to digitize images but okay now we live in a different era so If I understand well, The Collective Minds is like a a group of radiologists and expert radiologists able to help each other to provide opinion about difficult cases. And so radiologists are able to upload their images to a platform and uh, then um, experts are being contacted. So maybe you can explain a bit how it works.
1: Mm. No, I think you explained it very well. I mean, first of all, uh, if we generalize... uh, Uh, collaboration. We wanted to build uh, a modern system which actually enables sharing, so uh, leveraging the new uh, uh, GDPR legislation in Europe uh, that protects patient privacy and also enable uh, this type of sharing. Uh, But uh, it also needs to happen in a really secure way, so that was one aspect just to to enable uh, the possibility to, to, to collaborate. Uh, And then on the the other side, um, uh, build uh, build a network and create incentives that make uh, people want to collaborate. So depending on this collaboration, that incentive could be many different things. Um, And as I said, I mean, having done this now for two years, at the core, it's really to help each other uh, give advice. Uh, But the path there could be... uh, your educational program that you run with your uh, younger uh, radiologist or a subspecialty course uh, that you can use the platform for, for um, doing quizzes or uh, for your education. Or it could be a multi center research study uh, where you want to collect uh, uh, data and virtualize the, uh, maybe the radiologists that are engaged in this study. Uh, so, for example, rather than giving advice, maybe you want the, the radiology expert board to, uh, to do a resist measurement or a visual grading or uh, that type of work. Uh, and uh, even also conceptually that the collaboration could be, I mean, once we have allowed to share data in a secure way and legal way, Uh, We can also allow uh, other uh, industry players to to be part of the collaboration, Uh, so we're very uh, passionate about uh, uh, combining machine competence or machine expertise with human expertise Mm -hmm. and, and build a bridge
0: yeah we'll talk about this later but uh first the main concept uh if I understood well is that radiologists upload the cases they can contact somebody from the platform from the collective minds uh mm. asking for a second opinion um, mm. is is are the users also able to up uh, store their own cases that they think are interesting because you mentioned educational purposes mm. so uh is do uh, the users have uh, access to a specific uh Uh, let's say, um, storage place where they can store the cases? Um, And secondly, if you talk about education, is it, for example, possible that um, a a case is being discussed online, live? Or how should I see that?
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, so, so, so first, if we, see, if, if we look at the, the legal aspect of it. So everyone that joins, uh, when you send data, you're still the data owner and we are the processor. And uh, uh, and uh, then we as a, this processor, uh, we we will try and help you by triaging your question to the right audience. Yeah. So if it's a neuroradiology case, which is graded... Uh, Uh, not too difficult it would be it would go to a wider audience of people with neuroradiology interest and they can all uh, they get notified on their mobile devices or their email okay so that's more than
0: one that's different neurologists. they all get an invitation and they can all give their opinion
1: yes they can get they can log in to the secure uh, place they can review the data and they can give their feedback and uh, for educational purposes we really try to incentivize people posting questions and getting advice to also come revisit and come back uh, with the case and say that okay now this case has been uh, this case is diagnosed and this is the final diagnosis it's verified by pathology or genetics or more radiology so really try to also build uh, build this reference uh, library and uh, you can store your uh, you can you can store your own cases or even build playlists using your cases and others' cases yeah. to build your own re- reference library. But
0: that's a common library which is accessible for all the users and with cases that have been approved, let's say.
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, as a data owner, when you publish, you can choose to publish this into your maybe smaller local uh, environment before you escalate it up into uh, uh, international uh, uh, exposure. So so the data owner really decides uh, Mm -hmm. who who, who will have have access and for how long.
0: Yeah. And of course, now we also come to the idea of the business model behind it. Uh, Is there a license fee for uh, radiologists willing to uh, make use of this collective minds network or uh, how does that work?
1: so it's a premium subscription model uh, for hospitals. and uh, so we charge for the we charge a, a fee for a, a, a subscription fee for for premium services. Uh, our ambition is really to to try and keep the 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 core collaboration uh, uh, free of charge.
0: I see. So, what kind of people are using the platform nowadays? You you probably do have already some experience. Uh, if I understand well, the platform is now running for almost two years. Um, so, what what's your experience so far? Who is asking? Who is sending these cases? And how does it work? What's the what what kind of feedback
1: do you get? Mm, so, very good. Um, so, this summer we finalized what we call the technical proof of concept, uh, which ended up in a CE marked uh, medical device. Um, And up until then, we had been running the platform with 10 hospitals across Europe. And uh, uh, these 10 hospitals were of various size. We wanted to test with the large academics, uh, the privates, and uh, and different geographies. So right now, hospitals are connected in Sweden, Norway, um, Belgium, uh, Spain, uh, Lithuania, and uh, uh, everything from, you know. Private teleradiology to uh, not for profit, mm-hmm. to academic yeah. institu- institutions. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And so far it works well. Everybody's happy with the results achieved so far?
1: Um, so it's, we, we, we are very happy that we are on plan. So we plan to have 300 radiologists connected by the ye- year end, which we accomplished. And uh, the plan is then to grow this to 2,000 next year. Um, uh, with, with with any network, it's uh, really cri- critical and hard work to have the the gasoline in the beginning. It mm-hmm. doesn't happen by itself. Yeah, uh, you have to be really humble about uh, that. You you uh, introduce something into a r- traditional workflow mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's there. So we we try to stay very close with this limited group of radiologists. and um, yeah, but 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 we're happy with the progress. So okay. Our, 300 users in the last month, we had uh, 180 or 190 connecting to the platform and using it. So what what
0: kind of cases do you get? Are these really difficult cases like I can imagine if they come from an academic hospital, they can be very difficult. But or is it just, let's say, uh, daily kind of issues that can be easily solved?
1: Mm. So I think uh, there are probably D- different ones. I mean, depending on where on the level you are, what is a complex case is very relative uh, We see uh, It seems to be that people are they stay it, before they know it's a, a, a difficult case or a, a, a Rare case uh, they seem to discuss it locally with their colleagues uh, um. at work and when it's been established that this is something special Yeah, then it's then it's published. Yeah, and uh, you can also see right away that the ones that drive traffic and interest are the ones that have a have a neat uh, headline and uh, yeah. some specific angle. Yeah. So
0: there is a well-structured uh, the possibility to submit the case in a structured way with clear information and a clear question. That's mm. probably possible to do.
1: <clears throat> this this was also part of the. Kind of initial concept to create a, a fast communication, like a faster way to communicate. So we we use something we call um, uh, uh, like a Twitter-like reporting style, mm-hmm. which is based on uh, uh, image annotations, uh, which gets labeled that you can refer to, hashtags, and uh, and the uh, uh, short style. So. Yeah. We kind of limit how much that how much uh, uh, wording you can put in to to make it quick and to the point.
0: Okay, and the information that is being sent to the network depends on the local radiologist. I mean, uh, it can be only the images, or maybe also the report, or maybe some information from the electronic patient record. Or is there a way this can be? That's another question, of course. This is about integration in the workstation. Um, Mm. Is it possible for radiologists to uh, send the images maybe in an anonymized way immediately from the packs? Or how how does this work in practice, actually?
1: Mm. So, uh, yes, I mean, for this to work, it needs to be really integrated into the workflow. It cannot take several minutes out of a radiologist's everyday time so we do install at all the hospitals that are connected we do install what we call a gateway yeah uh, which is like a stateless server uh, from your packs you you go send this data to collect their mines it passes locally through this gateway we de-identify minimize the data and uh, uh, make it traceable also uh, yeah. so there's a there's a trace back to the original patient and it ends up on our side uh, the doctor can then post uh, post his uh, question on our platform, so that that work is really critical that you can actually uh, post your question when you have your question, and then yes. you can move on with your with with, with your with your day. Yeah, but um, the,
0: the kind of data, the type of data that is being transmitted transmitted is mainly the uh, images, and then the information that radiology provides.
1: Uh, yes, that's yeah. uh, that's that's that, that's the standard one. Uh, mm-hmm. We can also. For specific uh, uh, collaborations like uh, clinic, clinical audits, um, research projects, uh, we do also uh, 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 integrate with uh, uh, risk information or yeah. uh, other, other other type of data. Um, I think the really in- interesting learning we had uh, early was that uh, in the beginning people were sending maybe one one MRI, but more and more now. You see all posts that are they they are small and look like Twitter, but they, when you open them up, you have access to the to the CT, the MRI, the PET, CT. so you. you you know, to be to be effective, you need all the imaging data yeah. that the asking doctor actually has access to.
0: Yeah. So usually all the old ser- the whole series of images is being is sent, and not only one or two key uh, key images or something. No, it's the whole series, and maybe the previous or another it can be different yes. examinations as well, like CT, MRI, a combination, yes. etc. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Um. So, well, the um, we will come to the artificial intelligence part, but before that, I wanted to ask. Now, you mainly have uh, hospitals uh, that are connected uh, within Europe, within Euro- European countries. Uh, do you also think to expand this platform? I'm thinking, for example, about third world countries where there's a shortage in, in expertise, etc. Do you have this in mind or is it, is it too early to talk about that?
1: Uh, I don't think it's too early. I, I mean, we, we focus initially where we, where we know the market, we know how it works. Uh, to kind of lower the barriers for ourselves. Uh, we do we think uh, we we want to become a global uh, Service that everyone can use and the third world is obviously uh, an important place where maybe the expertise is uh, uh, is, is less mm-hmm. uh, but but also thinking about the concept that I mean if, if the goal is to find the right expertise for a specific question I mean we have we're thinking about concepts like having a tropical disease board um uh, on, on the platform. So in Nordic countries where we where I live, I mean the, the experience in tropical disease is very small yeah. compared to Egypt for example, where it's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we think about leveraging um, uh, leveraging that aspect as well. Yeah.
0: Do you sometimes are confronted with emergency cases? Like I can imagine that sometimes a case is very urgent or very difficult and then I don't know uh, is it possible to to submit this do you have experience with that uh,
1: we have uh, so one of the partners we worked with initially or early on was uh, Kaunas clinic in uh, Lithuania uh, they the largest hospital in Eastern Europe and uh, they uh, they have quite a lot of residents uh, that work uh, uh, after hours so we saw we saw we have seen some you know standard x-rays coming with 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 thorax x-rays coming with questions and mm. getting resolved quick and yeah. for for someone experienced maybe yeah. that question can be resolved on a on a on a phone or so you uh, do have
0: a system to accept emergency cases and to find a quick reply
1: uh yeah i mean so far we do our best in finding the uh, a, a good re- applies yeah. as, as fast as possible and as the network grows i mean our capabilities in doing yeah. that will, will increase yeah
0: okay great um so now we can talk about artificial intelligence <laughs> this is one of the topics i like the most as you probably mm. know uh mm. so your platform is also mentioning this that you work in a kind of a hybrid <clears throat> system where the human collaborates with the uh ai to um to provide answer or to find a solution for the problem. So maybe you can explain this a bit further. How, how does this concept work?
1: Mm. So. Uh, we want to create a place where the human and the machine can interact. And the this, this, uh, and it, and, uh, results from machines can be discussed by humans and uh, maybe, maybe also vice versa. Um, so the concept of, you know, when uh, when you're uncertain about the result of a machine how do you deal with that how do you audit the machine over time um, uh, how how do you enable the, uh, uh, the makers of uh, AI uh, to get in touch with their end users and really create a humbleness around it because it needs a humbleness from both sides uh, the AI industry cannot stiff arm uh, healthcare and healthcare cannot just Rejected uh, because at, at the stage where it is now. Mm-hmm. So we think this is very important. And ideas also come from I mean 20 years in the industry, knowing how and knowing how hard it is to drive confidence and adoption of new technology. And AI is a uh, it, it's a huge leap and it goes straight into the core of what radiology does. And uh, I mean I, I saw no I I never saw a technology that just went straight into uh, to production of uh, of of, uh, of of anything in healthcare. So we 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 want to help both sides in creating this uh, uh, bridge.
0: Yes, but to get, to get things a bit more clear, if I uh, is it correct that now your radiologist able in uh, working in your platform or the experts, let's say, they are able to use tools ai tools that you are providing or uh, how should i see it
1: mm. so uh we do uh, collaborations then with the ai industry where we say that we can act as your service tool or monitor tool uh if if you like where you can set up these expert boards maybe more experienced users that can help the less experience uh and uh, uh, for uh, for hospitals that uh, go into the uh, go into this uh, uh, towards uh, towards ai they can uh, they can build their program around uh, uh, around our platform now we're not uh, a distributor uh, uh, as, as as a as a marketplace but a complement to it
0: yes i thought actually to be honest that radiologists for example if i would have a difficult case and i would send it to collective minds that you or one of your experts or maybe all the experts would always use a tool to verify the diagnosis uh, in some cases, but that's not Mm. the right idea, I guess.
1: Um, Over time, we want to build the best reference library there is with verified diagnosis. So we drive and try to incentivize uh, the posters to come back with uh, with this information. So we get solid structured data, Uh, uh, Running Over time you could imagine that when you share uh, uh, one case and we can say also using AI that from our reference library these three cases are the most similar ones but these are also the differences and uh, these three other cases they have this verified diagnosis. Yeah. And that's a very good starting point then for uh, for the discussion, mm-hmm. and then we can inject uh, human expertise to uh, to uh, to resolve another one.
0: Yeah. Would you also be? Is this maybe a, a something that you have in mind to do? Is to organize some kind of a, a forum where users can exchange information about AI tools? Is this also one of the contact uh, concepts of collective minds? Mm, uh,
1: it- could potentially be uh, like a, like a, a benchmark service or or something like that yeah. but it's also a little bit tricky um, uh, commercially I yeah. mean since we have both uh, partners from the industry and uh, clients that we want uh, healthcare uh, hospitals we want to help we need to be uh, we need to be a little bit careful uh, so uh, I mean For that to work, we need to really be seen as neutral, et cetera, which which can be hard.
0: Uh, There is a a gamification principle in collective minds. Could you explain that?
1: Yes, yes. So um, when we started this journey, we we looked at other industries uh, and we wanted to take as much influence as possible from people that have built these kind of things before. The one we found that is the most similar, we think, is Stack Overflow. It's a, uh, it's a Silicon Valley-based uh, uh, company that all uh, coders and programmers use, so question and answer. And uh, they have something called the reputation point, uh, which is something very, that uh, coders appreciate a lot and, uh, and uh, it's a scoring system around that. So we try to create our own radiology karma on the platform. Uh and uh, and initially we made we just made this up to have a starting point. Um uh, and then we started comparing to what actually Stack Overflow did and uh, said that okay if Stack Overflow was radiology, what would the scoring be? And we discovered that uh we measured nothing they measured. Um so so it's really uh, difficult to find good quality metrics for uh, a quality metrics in a in this gamification process we think that stack overflow did really well so we're adopting that
0: yes i see you also have a, a board to uh, let's say define the quality criteria
1: um, we try to build it now um, i mean maybe that's two questions but the 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 platform or the service uh, built-in quality metric will be if you ask me for advice i give you advice you accept my advice uh, I, I i i score uh, that that's quality that's that's quality i mean you're happy with with the advice you got from me yes that, i, that see, I me see quality yeah then then uh, then to to have a uh, to create a good service and also in, initially Uh, We are actually injecting expertise through expert boards and uh, and, uh, uh, making sure everything is kind of moderated in the the, the quality aspect.
0: Yeah, right. Um, How how can your platform play a role in the adoption of artificial intelligence? Should it facilitate the adoption? How do you see that?
1: Um, We think it can play a really strong role and uh, uh, also that I mean to create confidence in new technology you need to learn from people that uh, that have confidence today Uh, coming from the industry i know how hard it is to be the actual creator of the technology and then also convince people then there's another huge gap which is even more difficult is that radiologists radiologists and radiologists so uh, uh, they're so uh, they have so much knowledge in the clinical domain, and the people designing these new tools they come from technology, another mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really hard to get that conversation uh, working well. And uh, uh, we think to drive adoption, you need you need to be very uh, humble about that uh, yes. that specific moment. Mm-hmm. I, I I have one good quest uh, one good comment uh, just. To show where we are today, I mean, one, one, one really big private player in Europe uh, doing, um, uh, integrating uh, one of the best uh, AI tools uh, around, one of the most established ones. Um, they run it for six months. The results are good. Uh, there are some results that, uh, uh, that for technical reasons did not happen. So they choose to turn it off turn this off and they te- they tell no one of the their group of radiologists and no one comes back and complain uh, that shows like how how important uh, the adoption phase is that yes. people start to uh, get accustomed to um, uh, understand when to use not to use etc
0: yes i see um well that's maybe another one another interesting i i recently read um a paper or an article online from uh, which was also written by Hugh Carvey. He, uh, it's actually a roundup of the uh, RSNA and the artificial intelligence. And he says, "Well, in in his opinion, uh, the future of artificial intelligence really lies in teleradiology. Uh, he says this is the most interesting part of radiology where AI will probably have most um, find most applications. What do you think about this?
1: I think I mean teleradiology is also growing so uh, uh, so it's a it's a uh, it's it's a market that uh, that that grows that also comes from being very traditional i mean kind of the same thing as as uh, uh hospital radiology but you 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 fix capacity <clears throat> now they start to uh, start to develop their business ideas so I think they're very uh, they're very well suited uh, to adopt AI. Do you think uh, it
0: will be, uh, like, let's say, like a trademark for a teleradiology company if they can tell, oh, we are using AI, so our services are better, something like this, or is this exaggerated?
1: Um, potentially over time, I, I, I think potentially all all can, all can have all can benefit from that uh, yeah. that we're using AI, so that, that that's a quality stamp. Yeah. But I think initially, like uh, people are paying for capacity, and then if the capacity is solved by a, by a machine, uh, I think people will start to argue if, if, if they should pay as much for the teleradiology service. Hmm. So I, I, I think that the, the reason I think they're very well uh, suited for is, is that they, they tend to start to consolidate, build bigger teams, which, where they can drive subspecialization, specialization. And uh, then you kind of narrow the scope and uh, AI can play a bigger role for these radiologists working in these uh, in these consortiums. Mm-hmm. If you're a general radiologist at a small hospital, uh, one AI application today is like the needle in the haystack for uh, uh, for yeah. for one specific person. So yeah.
0: But this is not something you are thinking about. For example, you could uh, if you say collective minds we will provide expertise, we will systematically use AI to uh, to tackle the, the problem. So maybe you mm. could say, this is unique about our platform, we will have the experts and we combine their expertise with AI solutions.
1: Mm. We, we, we start to venture in, in, in trying to understand that, uh, that area and also expose AI. Let's say you submitted a, a, a conventional X-ray to us with a, with a question mark of a fracture. And uh, the first answer we would give uh, would be uh, uh, from a from an AI engine saying that okay this is my opinion and then next to it you can have uh, yeah the human the human opinion so you start to kind of see uh, you, you know what what is the difference in a in a human opinion and, uh, mm, and a yeah. machine opinion etc.
0: Yes okay um, um, yes I think um, we uh, we discussed uh, most of the. Uh, things Uh, I don't have any other uh, major questions in mind so um, yeah I think it was a very interesting conversation and uh, I would really like to thank you for that and of course we are at the end of the year so uh, I also wish you the very best for the coming days and uh, uh, I wish you a very good time and uh, holidays let's say all right
1: thank you so much Eric yeah uh, thanks for hosting the podcast
0: Okay, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you you very much for having stayed with us for this podcast. And as I said before, please do not hesitate to send us your suggestions or comments or questions. So, well, let's say, um, talk to you next time. Bye-bye.